Today's guest, Stian Sammer. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. It's good to start this. Yeah, finally. It's been a while. Yeah, we talked about this in Baltimore in January, and now we're finally here in August. Yeah. Yep. Takes, it takes time. TTT. T- things yeah. take time. Yeah, things <laughs> take time. Yeah. yeah. But we have uh, Stian here. You're a CSUSA alum, I would say. True. Finally. Yeah, finally. It's taken a while for you to come back to Norway, but now you're here. Yeah. Nice to be back. Very nice to be back. I've been looking forward uh, to moving back for a little while now, but yeah, after five years, it was it was time. Yeah, and five years that flies by, I, f- I would say, because it's uh, I, c- I can remember you starting. I think your dad called me up because uh, he. I remember this now because I did some research before this, and he right. was he was a swimmer. Went Correct. To the University of Minnesota, I think. Correct. So I, I imagine he was the one pushing you. To along maybe with some other friends that you had to say, hey, Stian, you need to go and do this. Yeah, um, is that how it was? Back, yeah, a little back bit. In the Sandler household. In yeah, Christiansand. A little bit. I mean, Dad was a captain there at University of Minnesota as a swimmer. He was also a captain of the national team back home, and uh, you know, he told me everything about college and and how they did it over there. And yeah, I can say that I followed a little bit of his footsteps for sure. Yeah. That's cool. It's important to have. A, so that's how I got over there. It was like uh, in my team that I used to play for here on the on the men's and women's side. A lot of players did that. They went to the states and they kind of just that was like a natural thing for me to do. So to have someone you know, that you know that have done it and liked it, obviously, and that kind of pushed pushed me to the. There's many, many ways you can uh, get to the States, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but if we go back to the beginning, you know, I'll talk you through how I remember it. Um, you finished, you were born in 1994. Correct. Right, so you graduated high school in June 2013. Right. Uh, on time, you know, and then, then I think we started talking uh, a little bit. But then you did a year in the military. Correct. You know, you couldn't... In Norway, is you know now it's not. It used to be that you had to do it if you were called up to the military, but unless you faked the sport injury, <laughs> right. you couldn't. Right. You had to. Then you got exempt. But obviously that wouldn't work because you were you were a sporty guy and you you were going to go to the US. So right. You you did your service, uh, and then you started uh, the work with us because we've been in touch and I'd explained you. Okay, this is how we can help you to the US with. You know, evaluated you from a sporting standpoint, look at your academics, etc. But then you started to, uh, you came to Oslo, you mm-hmm. moved here, BI Correct. business school. You wanted yep. to do a year here. Why, why did you do that first? Well, first of all, like it started when I talked to some of my friends that was already, they were already over there in America and that like before I even went into the army. So I knew a little bit about it. Uh, but then I wasn't sure what I wanted to do exactly when I graduated high school. So what I actually did was to, you know, tell myself, yes, maybe I looking for a new challenge. And I, I went to the army. Um, they do have a lot of, you know, 
leadership development kind of programs in there that I that I was a part of and and I was a you know corporal and a squad leader and and I like to look at myself as a as a leader in many ways so I got a lot of good things from there but then again uh, I didn't have a lot of soccer to to relate to or to refer to even to get a good scholarship in America so yeah. I was like well I can't I remember that right so I didn't have much videos or anything so you know the chance of me getting a good scholarship is it's not too high right now uh, so I couldn't do another gap year just to like, I don't know, work or to play more soccer. I actually had to study. So I was thinking about it as an opportunity to, you know, start with my business degree that I really wanted to pursue. That's why I moved to Oslo and did uh, one year at uh, BI Norwegian Business School. Um, and then uh, and then I had time to play soccer alongside that to get much footage. And I also went to the showcase while I was in Oslo. Exactly. Uh, flew to Stockholm from Oslo and I went to the showcase and it went it went decent. Uh, yeah. And then it after that, de- it, it went decent till the I think seventy eighth minute or something in the, in the right. last game. Right. And then you scored an absolute rocket from thirty meters out. It was uh, yeah. It was. It was. Am I, am I not remembering that? No, it was more like twenty or something 20? like that. But it was still far out. I, I was saying thirty. Right. Courses, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they could see it, but it right. was. A, we're gonna try and find that clip. Obviously, it's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's. It was a pretty. It was a pretty good moment for me. The thing was that I had, like I said, it was a decent practice and game that I had before that during that whole Saturday that we were there. A lot of coaches from America went to went to see me and see the other hundred players play. So I was kind of mad that I got subbed out in like the 55th minute or 57th minute. And I was like, is, is this it? Am I even going to get looked at now from, from coaches? And I think it was a little injury or someone was tired. So it's like, Stian, are you, are you ready for the last 15? I was like, of course I'm ready. I'm here to show myself. And it took me like four minutes. I got a, a, a through ball and I just pretty much planted into the top corner and upper 90 upper 90 yeah beautiful and i was i remember because i was really hoping that you because that you were going to do great in this event because you know you'd had a year in the military i mean your background was good i mean you you're you're a good soccer player but it's all about also showing that yeah uh it was i remember you put maybe a little bit of extra pressure on yourself that hey i have to deliver in this showcase setting otherwise 100 i'm not going to start playing because this was in november late november and november. the season here you know it's it's done by then and then you have to wait till maybe pre-season games in maybe middle of february or something like right that. so we didn't really have time to we it needed was... some some good stuff from this 100 and and that's not even the full story i broke my collarbone in late july after i was done in the military so I didn't remember that. Right. Yeah. So I was Another I was I was like, you know, walking around like in like an idiot couldn't play soccer for a couple of months even after the army. So November was probably that practice or that showcase was some of my first touches after I would say my season ended July year before that. So it was <laughs> yeah. almost like 14, 15, 16 months even in or after that I play organized soccer that I was actually like this is this is my shot yeah. and I you know like I said it went decent but then yeah. I took it and then after that it was it was a couple of schools that that came and yeah. well, they were interested yeah. yeah well it was fun it was uh, <laughs> you, were, you were relieved after the game oh I was very relieved for sure but that, that's the interesting thing you obviously did what some people do you well you had your gap which was the military you did the business management uh, year at BI business school very good business school um and you couldn't do two gap years you know there's some rules in the college system correct we're not going to go deep into that here but you you couldn't have had two years uh, of a gap and played organized soccer but you could start playing on a club team 
uh, in that year you did in university here. Correct. Uh, also, you didn't have to do the SAT. That was a positive, right? The yeah. SAT test, if you if you were going in as a freshman, regular freshman, you would have had to take that test. Right. I got a few offers uh, as the weeks went by after after we were done in, in Sweden. Um, and there was a couple of schools in that area, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Florida area, uh, East Coast. Uh, but I had all the way up to New York, even. Yeah, New Jersey as well, actually. Uh, University in New Jersey as well, actually, with a Norwegian coach that I was in in talk with. Yeah. Uh, so that was another opportunity. Uh, but I had um, it it was a really good offer from Mars Hill, and also there was also another Norwegian that played there. I actually had a friend that played at a school in Florida that I got an offer from as well. Uh, that he played strikers, so he was like, "Yeah, come play striker with me," but. Uh, I had a good feeling about Mars Hill. Uh, they're a little bit small, smaller school, yeah. uh, but up in the mountains. Up in the mountains, in a little Carolina. bit, yeah, Western North Carolina. So it's a little bit. It changed, kind of similar to Norway, uh, but it's definitely not like Florida or like Manhattan in New York or anything like that. Yeah. So, Mr. Boston over here, yeah, it's for, for the first year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a huge difference, I guess. Like, well, I've experienced both of them because you know I came to Boston the first time. And you did like the reverse of steel. Yeah, so Boston, huge city, tons of people, nightlife is great. You know, <laughs> uh, tons of students because there's, you know, some of the schools. Are yeah, like fifteen, fifteen to twenty schools. MIT is there so, as yeah, well. Yeah, so there's, you know, there's plenty of colleges and universities over there. So it's a really good environment because it's, you know, like here in Norway, we can call that Trondheim is a student city or Bergen is a student city. Boston is sort of the same thing there because there's so many students. And then I ended up in the mountains and the White Mountains, as it called up in Plymouth State University. Right. Uh, New Hampshire. New That's, Hampshire, uh, yeah. Very similar, I would say. I've never been up there. I've been, of course, to Asheville, which is the bigger. Marshall is, what, 20 minutes from there? Yeah, like a 15-minute drive. Yeah. So, it's, so that yeah. is nothing. In no, States. it's right around the corner. And, yeah. and Asheville is, is cool. Yeah. But that is like a hippie town. It's uh, arty people go Yeah, there. it's a really it's special vibrant. place to come to. And when I say Asheville, people think, I mean, Nashville, which yeah. is not the case. I mean, it's not like no two different worlds. There's no N in Asheville. So, yeah, it's Asheville with an A. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, it's a little bit hippie. It's actually, uh, I think it's the, the beer capital of America. So they have a lot of breweries and stuff like that. They're really into that kind of stuff. So it was a, it was a, it's a, it's a big change from coming from studying in Oslo to, to that area as well. So, um, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting city. Yeah. But I remember the offers coming in and we were talking about them and, uh, you know, we were, it was a combination of where's the best place I will play a lot and good for my development and, you know, we talked about Asheville, I remember that, and obviously scholarship mattered, $30,000, boom, on yeah, the table, yeah. please sign. <laughs> and I think that tempted you quite a bit. Of course, and, you know, different universities are priced differently as well, so you need to take it in that to consideration, obviously. So uh, I got a really good offer from Mars Hill, uh, and it was, um, I have a really good feeling, but also, like you said, I'm an honest guy when it comes to, for me to, to, um, to combine soccer and and the study life as well you know people go to america and they go to big big schools that are a lot of resources and they're going to you know develop as players and be the best they can be on the pitch for me it was about that as well as getting that social life and that uh, college community 
um, life on the side as well. And I've been honest with that all the time. Like I said to to, to Kim even in the beginning, am I a D1 player? Can I play on a D, like a good D1 level? And he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. You might not get to start in the big, big 10 or anything. So I was being really like, uh, honest with myself and with our yeah. conversation and well, be like it's, it's important yeah where can we, you fit where can you fit if, where... if i tell you hey yeah, you're gonna go to a big big d1 school and play right away and you don't right you're not gonna be that happy there probably right it's to meet that expectation is uh that, and that's why we remember there was an issue that you haven't played in a little while and that of course you, uh, you've been out for some time because of the military and everything mm-hmm. but um to be upfront about that and so that we, we we're on we're, we're on the same team right i mean we we're part of this journey together in a way we're uh, paving the way but and, and navigating and finding options of course you're the one deciding yeah but you you need to i need to know what you're thinking and right. you need to hear from me that i've been in the states i've helped many students there and i'm you know we we know roughly where yeah. it is that you should have a good shot at, at playing and doing well I and think that key. yeah, and I think that everyone that is looking for a new opportunity to go to America, it has to take so many things into consideration when you choose a school. There's just so many things to go through that, you know, you're talking about playing time, you're talking about uh, location, you're talking about size of school, you're talking about um, there's just so many things to like scholarship money, so many things to take into consider consideration for one choice of a school if you get more options, right? Uh, so for me, it was always to like, okay, where can I get kind of like the most check marks here to be able to have a, a full, um, a full confident, um, you know, decision for myself. A holistic and, thing for you. Yeah. A realistic yeah. thing. Like I want to play, I want to play every game when I'm there. I'm there for, to play and to study in a whole different part of the world than Norway. Mm. So if you come over there and you're a, you know, you're on the bench all the time because you think you're in a great place or stuff like that it's not really the same so we had a really good conversation throughout the whole process of of me getting to the states and all the way from the beginning you knew a lot more than i did from being realistic to like where can you fit so when i was like tempted to go for the bigger schools or whatever maybe i'm not that good that good of a player so let's let's be realistic about it and we did find a a good fit in marshall university at the beginning yeah because not many people they think about oh i'm gonna go to the mountains in north carolina <laughs> right you know, that's i mean that's just an option that comes and you you explore it and we we look at it together and i mean i've been there so i could talk right. to you about it from experience which always helps um because it was only like an hour and a half from where i studied in, right. in, in south carolina <laughs> I think you learn a lot in the process of looking at schools. You mature probably in the process because it takes a few months. I mean, sometimes it can t- be really quick. Other other times it can be a longer process for you. Trolls yeah. it was a super quick process because you started Turn around, yeah. yeah. Whereas for you, it was obviously a much longer process, which we, we, we prefer to have a longer process because then there's obviously there's more options. There's more scholarship yep. available and... Uh, you you could pick and choose yep. in much more sense that that you could choose in your process. Yeah, my process was you know a lot different because I sat um, I worked at something there in Oslo at the time in I think it was got to be March 2015. I took a year off after high school and worked in Oslo, and then uh, 
my dad actually sent me uh, the website of CSUSA and said, oh, maybe this should be, maybe this could be something because I was planning on either studying here in, at BI or in Bergen. And then I did the uh, free eval yeah, yeah. and that was a bit different back then than it is now. And then uh, Stu, who is the other co-founder, contacted me two days later. And yeah, no, I, but I think it was on a Friday. I think it was on a Friday. I think it was on a Friday. So he, contact, he contacted me on a Monday and then I was like, oh, so. And Stu was like, yeah, we're going to get this going. I had no video, nothing, nothing at all. It was March 2015 and I traveled to Boston in August 2015, not knowing I'd never been in the U.S. before. So it was just like, all right. Stu was like this. I got a few offers from different schools, but I had no video. Uh, I had kind of good grades from high school, but I was not sure if I was going to stay in the U.S. for a long time or just a year. So Stu contacted a school in Boston. Uh, they wanted me without any video or anything like that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm coming. And then uh, we've had some players at that school in the past that helped yeah. us to be taken without any video or any uh, yeah. proof of who, who you are. It's obviously rare, but it's possible. I mean, uh, uh, it comes with having good relationships with coaches yeah, around and they it fits you know they needed someone in your position and yeah. maybe they had someone else that had just dropped out you know who knows there's yeah. a lot of those uh, uh, things happen in the recruiting process till the end you know yeah. all the way till the semester starts it's uh, so the, the right with timing and you talk about that you have to the, the, the quicker you can have everything ready right the, the the better it is because yeah. then when an opportunity all of a sudden comes across our desk we say hey this is a good fit right boom look at him mm -hmm. here's Dion and he has everything in order yeah there you go and yeah and it could turn into yeah sign sign the dotted line for right soon if you like it too right and I've always been a person that wants to be like early with everything like I want to have everything kind of planned and I'm really like into like dates and time like everything needs to be in order and I'm really looking to have my you know calendar kind of set up and 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 have stuff and stuff in order basically and uh, uh, and it, it it does really help so you don't have to like stress with everything but like you said maybe you can you don't have to sign the first day you get the 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 offer but you get more soon, yeah. yeah so it's like but you, you have to be ready because you're you're in the process and you uh, obviously you might not know uh, you know what else is there what else is there right so sometimes you have to just now it's it's take happening it. right here right yeah, now yeah. if you don't take this what you like mm -hmm. you're not sure something different or better yeah. is going to come along and, you know sort of the same thing in the professional world it's not that different when it comes to picking schools and, and doing that because right. you get offers and you sort of have to check each and one of them real good and see if oh could this be a possibility you can't just wait until the right. transfer window is locked of down of course because yeah. you know that might be the only offer that could be something for you yeah. so it, it's it should take time to consider any offer but if you have a good feeling about an offer you yeah. should definitely take it yeah um, and it helps you, with yeah. with you guys you know asking the the new sign of client that where do you prefer or where do you want to go where would you like to see yourself but that doesn't mean that exactly in that area is going to come an that, offer that so a, that is more like a guide for us right and we, we obviously to get it down on paper your like needs and wants which yep. is nice but then you know you might find out that there's some other things that are more important to you than than you ever thought about right when you've actually done the process and Correct. seen a few schools and and, and learn more about it so mm -hmm. but it's always nice to have we'll start with this because this is what 
Stian wants or the the student wants, right. and then you you work you work away from there. Yeah, correct. But then you you had a good start there. You had a, I was looking back at some of the the box scores, okay, from some match uh, reports. Yeah, and, uh, you had an assist in the. And then overtime of it goes to golden goal right in the U.S., which is always a lot of fun, good for the the crowds. Yeah, uh, you had an assist and when you won one nil against I think Young Harris. Young Harris, correct. So you had a good assist, right? <laughs> that was in like the second or third game. Yeah, and that was that's a good team to beat. They were always yeah, they're always in the nationals, yeah. like well, very high ranked. They were ranked yeah. number three in the nation by the time we yeah. beat them, and we were not even close to be ranked at that time. So that was yeah. just like. Yeah, that was a yeah. great, great feeling for and sure. And then you got your own overtime game winner. Yeah. In a two-one win, a couple of games later. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It's um, a very good feeling. Yeah, and you know that since it's the golden goal, it's a special feeling because we're not used to that here back in Norway. So yeah. when that was a, I remember I got a long ball and it went over the goalie and I, it was like such a long way out, but then it went into the open net and the whole team and school just came yeah, and the you whole know, campus yeah just like ran into you yeah right? it was it was amazing and and that was really like wow this is this is so different and such a cool feeling to have people from yeah I had a Norwegian teammate but I also had people from uh, you know Spain uh, England. Uh, Germany there's so many people that on one pitch together for one thing and when you're not on a professional team you're in a university it's a it's a little bit of a different world but that's a whole like that's a feeling that you don't get back home in the same same way so yeah for sure it was uh, it was it was great the, the overtime aspects and golden goal it's uh, they, they need a winner yeah. in the US yeah. and I, I like it at first people are maybe a bit what it, what about the draw and get the point right I mean you can still draw I actually you know, there's no penalty shootout right but uh, it, it's fun it, it, yeah. yeah but you can also if you because it's quite a hectic schedule in the fall when you're in season 100%. so if you go two overtime games in a week let's say you play Wednesday and a Saturday and you both play you yeah. know it's 10, 10 times two, yeah. you know, in the overtime. So twenty minutes extra, you you feel that. If you, you do, do that feel that twice a week. I mean, you feel it for one game, but yeah. twice a week is a lot. Um, you played uh, three seasons at Marseille, and then since you had already done a year in Norway. Uh, I'm fast-forwarding a little bit here, yeah. Um, but you've done so many cool things, uh, so I want to talk talk about that. But you had one more year of uh, player license yep. eligibility because mm-hmm. you had done one year, you finished your bachelor in three, uh, so you had one more year left. That's Correct. another rule that you're allowed to play for four years in the states. You had yeah. one more year, so then you decided to go down to Florida. Yeah. Well, how did that happen? Um. Well, like you said, I actually did two and a half years. Uh, so I had, uh, you know, I did five semesters there at Marshall uh, to, to finish my Even bachelor. Quicker. Even so quicker. So you did some extra classes along the way. Yeah, where I was just really um, thankful that I got so many credits transferred for the Norwegian Business School. Like you said, it's a really good school. So you get those credit gets valued a lot. Mm. So you bring those over and you continue your business degree there, which means that you can basically accelerate your bachelor degree and, and kind of like your your route over there. Uh, I graduated after five semesters there and had basically three semesters left of my my soccer ability over there. So I was like, do I really want to go home now or do I want to use those? And I talked to even Kim and said, well, what are our options here? Like, I want to play. I want to get a good master degree, but I also want to play here. 
And again, we're, we're talking about honesty here. I didn't, I, I did decent in college. Like I wasn't, I didn't score 25 goals each season and I wasn't expecting myself to do so either. But the thing was, what can we do here to get a decent scholarship for that school for your master degree? Mm. And it wasn't a lot of options. Uh, so in that again, I'm a huge network guy. I have a huge network pretty much everywhere where I go and where I've been. So my backup... You've earned a network. Yeah. You don't just have it. <laughs> right, uh, right. You're good at uh, <laughs> get, getting a network. Right. You're plugging yourself into one, I think. Right. The right word in there. So uh, actually, my, uh, my my friend at Marcel, he was a, he was a goalie. Uh, and he went down to, to Lynn University where I, where I started, eventually started. And uh, he was a backup goalie uh, down there. Uh, I was only with him at Mars Hill for one year. Uh, but I talked to him. He was like, well, how's your team there? I knew it was D2, so it was kind of the same level. And uh, he talked to the coach for me, basically. He just went into the office one day and said, hey, Stian, I played with him up front. He can, he can run. He works hard. And he, Have he's you seen his showcase goal from November he, yeah, 2014? Hey, here is this. Yeah. This is a few years ago, yeah. but I can do this if you want. Yeah. Uh, no, so, so he went in and, and talked to, to him about me and tried to explain my situation that I had, that I had 18 months left. The, the, the really kind of um, weird thing was that I had two semesters that was kind of off season for soccer. I had one spring, no, two spring semesters and one fall. And you obviously, were starting Lynn in January. Yeah, so I, not, uh, that's the off season in soccer. Right. So I graduated from Marcel December 2017, and I went directly to Florida after I was home for Christmas in Norway. I went to Florida at the beginning of January to start my masters. Uh, but then it was off season, like you said, and and the thing is, not many college uh, coaches want to have. A player just for one year but this this coach was about younger no older more experienced players so i was like hey i'm i'm 24 like i'm looking for one more year to to play and and see if there's any options of you know getting a scholarship and get a good degree and uh, he was happy about it and wanted to hear and i was being honest with him then too I'm not going to be your starters, uh, like your star striker. Lynn, that's going to. We're talking top, top division two. This we're talking is, about. Uh, it's the same division, but it's they are. Uh, yeah. The best team in in D two. Pretty much. Over the course of D two history, probably. Right. I mean, they've they won national championships several times. Several they, times, yeah. They're always, for some reason, they always end up winning penalty shootout. Yeah, they're. So they are. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the year you were there. No, you, you, so you um, right uh, now I'm again looking back at uh, this, this, the, the fall season yeah but they they're, they're always good but then you ended up losing in the I think in the elite eight I think it was elite eight yeah in the in the national tournament yeah which normally Lynn they always win those penalty shootouts there right but in that one unfortunately not yeah so um you know Mars Hill was a was a team that was kind of like they, they were they were a decent team they're never Ever, like they're not going to be a, a top side, a top five D two team. They're they're not on that level. But Lynn really was, and they they have a little bit older players. Uh, uh, the coach likes that, and uh, and they like you said, they're really you know defensive team, uh, and uh, and they do they do win a lot of games uh, with uh, with a donut like we said in America. Like they do keep a lot of clean yeah. sheets. So I was a part of that team. But when I only had one season, and I I came from a school that I did. I, I did decent. I wasn't expecting a lot either for you know play ninety minutes or anything. I wasn't I wasn't at all. But for me, it was more like here I can I can pursue eighteen more months of my ability to play soccer, be part of the team, and, and get a good degree. And for me, that was 
a lot of value in that too and i think it's important to bring it, things into consideration when you when you choose so i was Did i was able... forgetting the palm trees in boca Raton. right right <laughs> that must have been a little pull to it was, down there as yeah well. it was like the, i mean it's i would say way too hot almost in the summer to play but it gets beautiful you know throughout the fall it's, you know it's, it's all the way down in Miami, yeah pretty yeah much. So pretty much uh, yeah it's, it's uh that that's the one thing that uh, when we see preference sheets from students where do you want to go it's either palm trees or, yeah. or the palm trees in Boca Raton or Florida or New York City. Right? Yeah. The, the three places. And you, 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 I mean, it must have been to get like the squeeze the extra little juice out of your US experience with something quite spectacular. Fast forwarding a little bit. Yeah, of like course. your degrees there, the quick care. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you, you did some internships. Uh, you came back to Norway over the summers. You did a couple of internships, which helped you, I imagine. But then you did something that uh, you were allowed to do as a student when you graduate uh, the OPT, which is the, you know, you have an extension, pretty much uh, 12 months extension for, for your, from your visa, student visa to get uh, to find work experience and yep. land a job yeah you, you did that i did yeah how was that i mean fun it was really fun it was a really really good experience uh we talk about like a lot of csu say talking about the student life and the everyday you know schedule and playing soccer study being on campus and all that working obviously it's it's not about that so you have to find a work yeah. that's going to be long hours and every day from you know eight o'clock in the morning till six seven at night and now you're in the real world so yeah. that was a huge change but because are um, you then how is it then you, you've been in, you feel like you've been in like a bubble in yeah. your college bubble for the time you've been studying yeah not a care in the world other than you know you you have a scholarship you have to represent the school while do your best and yeah. go to class but it's obviously a little bit different than you know getting your uh, fe- feeding yourself of your salary right, when you right, go to work. Right. How, how was that? It was a it was a massive change, and uh, you know I actually ended up staying in the same apartment in Florida that I ha- that I had when I was in college because my work that I got was right up the street from from the university. So I was really happy that I could stay in the same town. So you know, first I was like, you know, this is gonna be kind of the same. I have I only have the work hours, but after that I can you know be with my friends and then uh, and have a good time. Uh, outside but then again you it's a whole different world when you get into the professional world you're going to work long hours you you don't break up the day with practice you don't go to the cafeteria with a whole team and joke around and have fun with a social thing i mean we did have a good social office and we had a good good uh, environment there too but no it's you can't you can't really compare them but again i was able to be at a place that i really fell in love with i mean boca raton in florida is is beyond amazing and uh, I was able to to get or to keep my apartment there and and to get a, uh, to get work in the same area, and uh, to touch on that, like you get twelve months after your graduation date to work as a what I can call is a student practicant because you're basically on your student visa for one more year, and then you're able to work as any other workers that in America. Uh, so when I first got that uh, job and and when I had the opportunity to 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 land it and, and to do that for 12 months I was like let's let's go for it let's give it a shot and who knows if they wanted to extend that they could do even there's a paperwork and visa problem yeah, more, so, paperwork. more paperwork for that uh, but I did that and I was really really happy there um, wasn't even sure that I was going to do that for you know 
sit there for two, three, five years or, or whatever, but I was giving it a shot and I really, really got a lot out of it. Uh, and I felt like I, I grew and was able to bring experience from that as well. When I decided to go to go back to Norway, that's uh, I think that's a little bit of a of a standout on my resume as well. So I'm pretty happy that I that I got that. Yeah, you know, to to get uh, not just uh, theory, but put put the theory into practice in yep. another place and learn how the work culture is there. And I think it's very good when you come back home uh, now. Yeah, because uh, what are the main positives like from you going to the states now finally coming back to norway after after these years what, what how you're a different city on sunder now yeah for sure i am how, how different are you well i won't say i'm that different but like i said earlier you just grow so much in so many different areas like you get to you you have to adapt to to both the the community and to to the people around you you have the your closest ten friends in Norway that you've been with for forever since high school or whatever, and and you do you're kind of the same. You you have your sense of humor or whatever. Here you come into a whole different world where there's people from all over the world into one team, and there's so many different cultures. Like the way people talk and dress and joke and everything is just gonna be one team now. You get to adapt to that, and then you know I'm a I like to say that I'm a people's person and I like to be you know, talk, talk a lot. And, and that really like, you see things in perspective, that's really, really different. And and you get to learn how to, not how to act, but the way you do have a conversation or like the way you do um, talk and interact in different environments and, and places and professors, that's very old fashioned Americans that how am how am I going to talk to this guy in the way that he's going to understand where I'm coming from or whatever. And there's so many things around um, athletic trainers, which is the, you know, the, the physios, physios. Yeah. Um, Coaches, uh, cafeteria ladies, uh, professors, d- um, your own advisor, everything. You, you, you pretty much have, you know, friends and network for life. What's your plan uh, with your career? Well, like I said, I, I had an internship at something called uh, um, an agency called uh, M51 Marketing uh, down here in, in Oslo. I was very happy that I got that chance in, back in the summer of 2018. Uh, I think I did a decent impression and I uh, got that I got that um, that work now and, and signed for them. Uh, was able to or I'm gonna start tomorrow actually the first yeah. of September. I'm gonna be an advisor there for digital marketing, uh, yeah. and I'm gonna be interacting with customer or um, new clients, potential clients, almost you know every day, every week, holding a few uh, webinars, seminars, and I'm like I said, I'm a people's person. I like to talk. I'm gonna use myself in that in that work, and I think that you know the boss there look look at me as a potential potential guy that's going to do well and uh and yeah, that you have I'm, to i'm you, sure you will yeah you are a people's person, so, <laughs> job that suits you well yeah so but Stan, you you're a experienced college alum now you, yeah you're you've done this journey what, what's your what's your biggest advice to to others uh young and hopeful that are thinking of doing the same going to the states and combine it with uh, sports and studies yeah um Biggest advice for me is to to look at opportunity and see if it's if it can suit you and definitely just like talk it through with your family and friends what this really is and see if this could be a good good chapter for you. 
uh, and not be afraid. That's probably the biggest advice. Not be afraid and, and jump into it because this this can change you and, and change the, the way that you're gonna that you're gonna have for for the next five years. I have a lot of friends that are gonna they know they're gonna move to Oslo, study for five years, get a really good job and, and I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about that. People have great jobs and they do great. But for me it was always like about doing something different. And if you look more into that, so many options from yeah, people want to go to California or Miami in Florida or or Manhattan in New York, but America is so much more than that. And you get you're gonna get a school at the end that's gonna suit you well and, and just go for it and don't be afraid, don't look back and, and take advantage of the time that you get. Yeah. Find another Asheville, North Carolina yeah. to start off <laughs> to start uh, off with yeah. career. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. It's worth that. I do. I do recommend that that school if people want to look into that. Yeah, yeah that it was. It was great. That's great. And it's something about that. Norway is always there. Your friends are always there. Your parents are always here, and the family is always here. But like taking that leap when you're like after high school, when you sort of don't really know what you want to do in life, and taking that leap to take an education to experience the world, because that's what you do. You know, California is a state in the U.S., but it's in the same size as Sweden. Yeah. So just experience and travel around the U.S. and you get to travel to either to Canada or to Mexico or to the Caribbean. Like there's so many opportunities there that you won't get by staying, you know, home. 100%. So taking that leap when you're 19 until you're 25, it's, it's massive because yeah. you still have time after... You're still young. You're still yeah. young when you're, you're done. You're young still. still. Yeah. I, I feel like you're, I'm going to start my life now, yeah. and I'm 26, yeah. you know, uh, and a half. So I'm like, I'm on my way to like. Yeah. You still count the half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That means you're still young. I was thinking that. Yeah. Is it the half? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 26 and a half. Years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's really like like you said. You, there's so many other uh, opportunities over there, and and like you said, you can travel, but also like did. America is a it's a whole continent basically. Yep. Every state is a different country at, at so in so many ways. And and uh, we went to Mexico. My friends, uh, my friend was from Mexico. He was on a golf team. That's another thing about getting into a sports team. You get to know people from the tennis team, from the basketball team, from the golf team, and they're from all over the world as well. I mean, how cool is that? You you just don't get to yeah. You have that um, community in the locker room back home in Norway, but this is a whole school with athletes and, and students that uh, it's a part of one thing. And that's to, to represent the university in the best way possible. Every, everyone is, is in it. Like we had a T thing in the team says, you know, lions all day. That, that was the Marshall university thing that we said before the games and everything. And that was for every single team at the university. It's really, really special. It's that connection to your campus, the yeah. pride of uh, representing the school. hundred percent. You know, in Marshall, that's in, in that area, a lot of people in the community probably went to Marshall. Yeah. They, of course, supported That's instead of having your... Wearing the hat, team, that is the, wearing the t-shirt, yeah, old the people. of course. Yeah, people, I see, an American thing is to go to church with a family on Sundays and go and eat after. And people sit in, like, Marshall jerseys or, like, Clemson jerseys or any other, like, bigger schools yeah. uh, with the whole family. That's just the American culture, the way they do stuff. And... That's just very unique for us Norwegian people to look back and like, like you don't see people go around with BI Norwegian Business School jerseys because <laughs> no. it's not a thing. No. It's a whole no. different no, world. It's it's very different. <laughs> I I remember, not so much in Boston because it's just a big city, uh, but in New Hampshire up in Plymouth, I remember a week after the first game or something like that. I was walking sort of like in the main street area of Plymouth, and you know there's 
people there that lives in Plymouth all year round. And they just walked up to me and said, great game on Sunday drills yeah. and stuff like that. And like, oh, I, I didn't know that you watched me playing or like, I didn't know that you knew that. Right. But like the community cares so much about, you know, their college team because it's so much bigger than I ever thought or any Norwegian thought because it's, it's a massive thing. And like in small areas or rural areas where they maybe just have the college team that has, you know, baseball, football, soccer, hockey, whatever. It's sort of their team to support. So when you walk, I remember walking around in Main Street and people saying, oh, yeah, great game trills and stuff yeah. like that. And like, I never met them before, but I was like, all right, thank yeah. you. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. You, you, that's nice. Nice it, feeling. It's a nice feeling. They're yeah. good at that. Yeah. Uh, making you feel good over there. Yeah. They, and they're all about that, too. Yeah. We had a, we had a practice game, a scrimmage game, as it called over there at the beginning of, or like, end of preseason and we won like six to one or something like that and i scored a hat trick in the first half and the day on the monday after it was like whoa three goals in the first half and i was like i haven't i've never seen you before like they were just like all about that you know because the whole campus comes to watch the games yeah. and they're all about every sport and that's a whole part of that college community so that's just totally different from from being home and and to be able to you know if you're in Norway you you work you go to school you play for the club team it's a lot of time during those 24 hours that you're gonna get in there and it's not takes a lot to be able to do that five times a week. Yeah. It's easier to be in one place where you you eat, sleep, study, and play. Yeah, one place. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's the beauty about it as well, because you know I remember having, you know. Like you said, all professors and all that, they always knew who I was before I even got into their class because yeah. they, they, you know, follow their team or follow their school. So I remember always having like professors saying, oh, yeah, that's Trolls, you're Norwegian, you play at the soccer team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, me. Nice yeah, that's me. Nice to meet you. Yeah. How are you doing? But good. I think uh, Stian, it's been great having you here. Uh, thank you for having to, me to listen to your journey and having been part of it yeah uh, and to see you from again. the beginning all the way from, from the, the beginning, beginning yeah <laughs> uh, and that's uh, that's what's special for us to to work with uh, with young and hopeful up-and-coming student athletes yeah right it's fun to see their how they how they end up doing i mean a lot has happened since we first spoke yeah uh, know from 2013 14 yeah to now 2020 100 right? it's uh, seeing your development and, yeah uh, we've stayed in touch and we've gotten to know each other very well so it's uh, now you're back home yeah the, the journey is like full circle yeah uh, but now it's a new chapter there's right? a new chapter yeah where you're gonna start full-time uh, job and uh, and learn that craft even better yeah marketing and, and business management so yeah uh, but great to have you, Stian, and uh, we look forward to the next next chapter of this uh, <laughs> yeah, pursue uh, pod uh, with more exciting guests. Yep, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.